Welcome to the Milestone Church Podcast. Whether you are at home, on the road, or at work, we hope you find this message encouraging and helpful for your life. You can watch other messages just like this one on our website at milestonechurch.com slash messages. Well, good morning, guys. So good to be with you here. Also, those of you joining online, good to be with you. A lot of my friends still out there thinking of you today and those in our video venues here at the Keller Campus. Uh, we're thinking of you guys as well. All right, as we get going here, we're going to be going to two places in the Bible, Matthew 5 and Luke 5. And so just make that note, we'll be going there in a moment. But we're going to start with the survey. Who in here and online, who has your Christmas tree up? And you're just proud, hands high, strong, proud. Yeah, look at y'all. Look at y'all. In droves this year. See, last year I'd be shaming you right now. I'd be like, because I'm a Thanksgiving, you know, hardliner, purist, no songs, movies, you know, don't even drink hot chocolate, right? Until Thanksgiving, but this year, whatever it takes, guys. Open a present. Open a present if you want to. <laughs> it is Thanksgiving this week. We had our Thanksgiving uh, meals outreach uh, yesterday, and you guys gave away over 400 meals to families in need. Awesome. Awesome. Now unpack this. That means that over 3,000 people that have had a hard year are going to have a good meal this Thursday. And so as you're sitting at your table and you're praying, I want you to think about them. Let's pray for them as well. And there's a lady named Claudette. I want to give a special thank you uh, to you. And she said, we would not have had a Thanksgiving meal had it not been for Milestone Church. She said, Listen to this. She said, it's been a hard year. And I want, she said, it's been a hard year. So my son Robert's got brain cancer. He's had radiation this week and we wouldn't have had this. And so she was just so grateful. And so Robert, and if you're watching this weekend, just know you got a bunch of people in this room that are praying for you and God's with you and he's gonna be with you uh, through this. And we'll be praying for you and thinking about you. Cause then we just recognize just the work of God gonna be in Robert's life and his family. So I love the impact that we, we get to have in moments like that. And, and even last weekend, vision weekend, there's a lot of building video, but what I saw and hopefully you saw is just the impact that God's allowed Milestone Church to have in the lives of people. It was a bit, it was a bit overwhelming. You know, hearing Pastor Jeff cast that vision, it's a little bit different for me maybe than for you because I remember week one of Milestone Church. I was 20 something years old and I said, Pastor Jeff, what's the vision God's given you for Milestone? And he laid out what we see today. He laid it out exactly as we see today in this expansion and then launching the campuses. And then he said, and we're going to see more people come to faith in Christ than you can imagine. And we are just getting going with that. I'm so glad we've been faithful to the vision, but also faithful to the culture milestone, this culture of spiritual family. As we grow, we grow the family, not a mass, not just a big gathering, but a family. And what you like about Milestone Church is what I like about Milestone Church. I mean, so much so that I've given my life to it. So that when you walk in these doors this weekend, if it's your first time, you have the same experience my wife and I had when we walked in the doors the very first weekend. Somebody meets us and learns our name and our story and finds out if we know Jesus yet and then discovers our gifts and puts our gifts to use to build the kingdom and has family. Because that's protecting the culture. So... I'm gonna show you that video again here um, in just a moment because I want you uh, to be able to see it again, maybe see something different 
this time. And maybe we have some new people even this week that are gonna see it and be drawn in to be a part of the story. Jonathan Kelly, I heard this uh, story that they were in their small group this week and they're newlyweds, new to Milestone Church, and they saw the vision video last week and, and they said, man, we had no idea. They were so excited about this expansion because they're thinking, man, our kids are gonna grow up in that environment. So maybe today you're gonna see, man, that, we're gonna be part of that. It is Miracle Offering Weekend, which means it's just a, it's a special uh, spiritual weekend at Milestone Churches. We give our best cash gifts to God towards this expansion project to see more people reached uh, for Christ. And you'll notice in your seat there, in front of you, there's a Miracle Offering envelope. And so scavenger hunt at Milestone, go ahead and grab that. If you can find that in the seat pocket, go ahead and pull that out for a couple of reasons. Those online, you can also find that online. But grab that and pull it out because we want to know that's yours. So the, seat, the service coming behind you, we want to know that that one is yours. They're going to replace those. Keep it all COVID safe. Hang on to that. You may use that to return it at the end of the service. You can put it in your pocket. You can put a gift in there. You can turn it back in empty. That's a real gift of faith, right? It's empty, but Lord use it, right? <laughs> Whatever, just that, that one's yours. So go ahead and hang on to that one. If you're a guest today, also know that we are not expecting you to participate at all. We want to give to you. In fact, you're seeing Milestone family at their best. That's why we do these things, to make space for people like you. And so you're going to get to see on display just how we give to make room for people like you and the people that you want to bring and invite in as well. I've got a guest coming this weekend. I don't know if she's in this service or not, but Taylor, my new dental hygienist, we just met last week. Taylor is coming this weekend. And Taylor, if you feel anxious today, I don't care. <laughs> Paybacks. <laughs> Paybacks. So, I mean, I, Taylor, the first thing she said was she pulled my record. She said, it looks like we haven't seen you in a while. Is there a reason? I'm like, you're a dentist. Is there a reason? Lots of them. You know? And I'm like, Taylor, we're just getting to know each other, but I'm going to need the gas. I'm going to need the nitrous. And she was like, are you having some work done? Are you experiencing some pain? I'm like, no, just a deep clean. I get anxious. I mean, I don't like being touched in general. I don't like my face being touched like a lot. When you touch inside my face, right, I go, I get a little, so I'm like, Taylor, go ahead. Let's, let's turn that one. But here's, she put that little piggy nose on me. She's like, is it good? I'm like, I think so. I think she was playing games, all placebo. I don't even think she turned it on. So if you're here, come to the front. Let's be honest, in church, after the service, I want to know. All right, if you have your Bible, let's look back at this verse Pastor Jeff introduced last week in Matthew 5. Matthew 5, 14, talking a milestone here. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. When I read that verse, I think of Milestone Church. When I think of Milestone Church, I think about this verse. I think about you being a light going into your workplaces and your schools and your neighborhoods and your families and relationships, taking the light of Jesus. And I see this city on a hill. I see this gathering. We come together, this glow of hope where people are drawn into. So you can imagine the context, you're pre-electricity. If you're traveling, you're on a journey, you're out of water, supplies, you're tired, but then you look in the distance and you can see the, the glow of a city 
on a hill where you can find hope and refuge and supplies. And I love that that's what Milestone is, is that it's this place there, a Robert, his mom can just, that's where I can go to find some help. That's where I can go to find some hope. And that's what you are. I want us to watch this video again. And this time as you watch it, I want you to see past buildings. I want you to envision just the people that will be impacted through this expansion. Let's watch this again together. Milestone Church was launched in 2002 with a simple vision, reaching people and building lives. In April of 2017, we opened the doors to our new Keller campus and immediately saw God moving in extraordinary ways. Our expanded capacity here has allowed us to reach so many new people with the hope of Jesus and a spiritual family to call home. In fact, we very quickly realized that we needed to begin planning our next step. So in 2019, we launched our Beyond campaign to increase our faith and open additional space for even more people. It's always been about ministering to people, reaching people, and of course it takes space to take care of the needs of people. We want to serve them, but when they're in a video venue or they can't get a park, then it's just it's discouraging to think, who knows if that person would be someone that might hear the gospel for the first time or maybe something they're going through in their life. When we think about creating space, it's really very simple. It's for that one person that you might bring or your friend or your neighbor. So we wanna be able to, to serve them and it takes space and parking places to do that. You know, the thing I love about Beyond and our people is that every time there's been a need to reach more people, to create space or parking, that the people of Milestone have responded. And what a blessing it is to go to a church where everybody, everybody says, I'm part of the vision. I'm part of making that happen. And how amazing that we all get to celebrate together when people are baptized, when lives are changed. We are currently halfway through the Beyond journey our three-year financial campaign in which you, the people of Milestone Church, generously pledged $15.7 million to expand our parking, commons, kids building, and worship center. Construction has already begun on 763 additional parking spots to the north and east of our campus. This parking project will also enable us to move forward with the construction of our brand new 27,500 square foot kids building with a dedicated entrance for safety, accessibility, and convenient check-in. We are expanding space to serve more people on the weekends, while also enhancing the campus to create an inviting place for you to gather with friends and family throughout the week. We're also adding an additional 23,000 square feet to our commons area to make the building more accessible and much easier to navigate. Most importantly, this expansion will create more space for you to interact with spiritual family and create lifelong friendships. We never set out just to build something that's like a movie that you just come to and you leave. You're building the relationships today that will help you in the storms of tomorrow. Whether it's our stewardship ministry or restore where marriages get healed or youth retreats and youth events and super series and Elevate and teenagers or, or just small groups. It's really been cool seeing people uh, during this COVID season as well, 
like meeting around the church. Like I've seen a lot of our small groups out on the front patio of the church, socially distanced, having a small group. So I think the fact that this space makes it possible for us to live spiritual family is really, really exciting. One of my favorite pictures of this current project that I always go back to when I've been sharing it with the staff or others is this back porch setting. Most of us have great memories of those back porch moments, you know, but so many sweet conversations happen, so many moments where you can sit down and be quiet for a minute and, and really be able to talk to somebody. Environments create, they create atmospheres for lives to change. Yeah. You know, the Bible says where two or three are gathered, right. there I am. I look at the photo of the back patio and some of these spaces and a cup of coffee and a fall day and some pumpkins and kids playing around and, and two, two ladies or two people or a group of people or some young adults, you know, having a real spiritual transformation as a result. And the great thing about those atmospheres is that it's not forced. It happens spontaneously and it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I'm excited about it. Moving into the new kids building, you'll see a dedicated entrance that provides increased accessibility and expanded check-in areas. The plan also enhances security to both the new facility and the existing milestone kids space, which will be transformed into new atmospheres to teach the Bible to our preschool-aged children and grandchildren. You know, I'm so excited about our new kids area and new kids building because, I mean, I remember when the ones that were leading us in Next Gen Weekend were in the nursery in the school when we planted the church. I have pictures of them when they're two years old sitting in the nursery and they really like grew up in this environment. They were shaped by leaders that just wanted to pour into the next generation and love them. Across the commons in the new kids building, we have designed an exciting game zone for our older elementary kids featuring a mini basketball court, gaga ball pit, nine square, and more. This new space will provide our kids with a safe and fun environment to hang out, have fun, and build relationships. The transition from elementary to middle school is critical, so we've paid special attention to our fifth and sixth grade ministry, also known as 56. Our team has designed a dynamic new space that enhances our ability to provide age-relevant worship applicable Bible teaching, and small group interaction for these kids in transition. We're also adding a dedicated social space specifically designed for them to hang out and play games, while building relationships with friends and the ministry leaders that will be spiritual anchors in these pivotal years. The largest area of our new kids building will be our elementary theater. This room will be outfitted with age-appropriate technology, creating a fun and interactive environment where kids can worship and learn the Bible from our gifted teachers. This spacious theater also provides adequate space for kids to break out into uniquely structured small group circles, where dedicated leaders will help your kid grow in their faith. And I just think it's such a powerful thing for our children to be in environments where they're, the best is pulled out of them. You know, we've said, you don't have to wait to be great. Yeah. You can be a great kid. You can be a great young adult. You can be a great teenager. And I love it when the kids not only hear that, but they grasp it and, and start taking it for themselves. So I know that this new space that we're creating is gonna enable us to be able to do this on an even bigger scale. I think the power of spiritual family is that you're not just ministering to kids, but you're raising up sons and daughters, which is a, different level of growth, development, and ownership. And so 
We set out from the very beginning to say we, we don't want to invest ourselves in something that we can't hand off to the next generation because we have a small window in this, you know? And so um, it's really exciting to see that, you know, vision become in, into reality and actually see these young people walking in their callings, walking in their giftings, and some of them now having children of their own is a, is a it's a powerful, it's, real, it's a it's powerful really thing. I feel like in 56, it's helped me to share my faith with other kids around me. I know my small group leaders believe in me and that makes me feel very happy and very excited for the future and what I could do. Uh, for the next generation to come. I had a friend who I invited to a small group. She gave her life to Jesus the first night she came to Elevate. Well, I think it's really important to keep God important in our generation and uh, for the future generations. I can say that being here in this building and being here in this environment has very much just changed me forever and marked me and turned me into the man that God really wants me to be. We are so proud of our Milestone family and how you responded to meet the needs of our community this past year in a way that only a growing, loving church can do. You cared for your neighbors, for the elderly, for our first responders and frontline medical personnel. You provided basic necessities and even Easter meals for families in need. You reached out all across our community on Serve Day and found creative new ways to minister through virtual projects like baby showers and school supply drives. Even our blood drives filled up quickly and so many lives were saved through your donations. It's in these times where you're so glad that we didn't build a mob, we didn't build a crowd, but we built a family because families make it through crisis together. The good news of that is, is our foundation has been tested and I believe God showed up and that's exciting. <laughs> the reason we have a need for more space is I believe as our church continues to regather, we're seeing more and more people come back, but then we've also added all of these new families. And so I just wanna say to our church family, to all of those that are new to the Milestone environment, the need has never been greater for the space to continue to serve and minister to people. This year alone, over 1,000 new people have joined our Milestone family. In response to the incredible work God is doing in our church, we've added weekend services, utilized other venues in the city to accommodate large events, and offered more frequent Discovery 101 membership classes. The final phase of this Beyond project will be the addition of 900 new seats to the worship center to create more space for the people God will be adding to our church family. This significant moment as we move into the next phase of this project is just another step in our journey. And what is exciting about it is the book of Ephesians says that as each part does its part, then there's more love. There's more love to go to hurting people, to help single moms, to help families that are on the verge of divorce, to, to see lost people come to know Christ, to see people discipled and developed, to see people make friendships that'll last a lifetime and, and to build spiritual families. So this is another critical step in the continued vision of reaching people and building lives. You know, as somebody that's been through this a few times, and you know, I may be a little bit farther down the road um, with my experience with this than others, maybe not as far as some, you know, every time we come to this faith step, it's a little bit scary. I just wanna encourage you that every time we've come to this step, 
every time we are like, okay, God, what are, what's gonna happen if we step out in faith? God has met us. Everyone's on a journey. Everyone is in a process with God and learning to trust His faithfulness. My prayer always is for our people is to listen to what God says, to obey Him and let Him transform them in the journey. It's always an exciting thing to say yes to Jesus because He never lets us down, He always provides. Come on, then God been good to us? He doesn't have to use us. He does. Oh, Pastor Jeff closes that. I'm ask, all I'm asking you to do is just ask God what he's saying and just obey what he says. That's how he's led us at every single one of these journeys. It's no pressure. It's no, it's like, it's really just do what he says and then watch him transform you in the journey. It's his process for all of us to grow our trust, our faith in him. There's an old song that goes, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Easy to sing, hard to live. Right, we hear a guy, we wanna step out in faith. Maybe he's calling you to finish your education. Maybe he's starting, calling you to start a, a new business or to start a family. Or there's some bold step of faith and he's calling you out and it's like, okay, but what if, right? What if that fear begins to just kind of dominate or begin to question? Even these journeys of the church are like, okay, he says pray, just do what he says. What if I pray and I don't hear anything? I don't know if I can handle that rejection. Or if I pray and I hear something, but I don't like what I hear. Right, what if I pray and I hear something, but it's really just my emotions, it's not really him, and it's those anxieties and those fears. Remember, I'm an anxious person. Whatever anxieties you have, I have three times. Right? That's why we have such a great environment because I just walk in, what would I be afraid of? You know, it's like, we're gonna fix that, 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 that. Right, it's, so you get these what if fear, it paralyzes you. It just holds you back from stepping out into what God has for you. And that self-talk plays in your mind and whatever that thing God was calling you to, you talk yourself out of it with all these what ifs and that stir, whatever that uncomfortableness Every time that begins to pass and it goes away, but also we miss the miracle. We miss the opportunity to step out there and to, to trust God. On this miracle offering weekend, I want us to look at a miracle in the Bible. This I love this miracle here in Luke chapter five. You have Jesus who has used Peter's boat to preach all afternoon, and then he turns to Peter to give him some fishing advice. Luke 5, verse 4, it says, When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Simon Peter, said, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Simon's like, Really, man? Like, you do you, right? You're a great teacher. <laughs> I fish, right? He's getting into the what ifs. Like, what if we go out there and it's just a big waste of time? What if we have to clean the nets all over again? What if I have to pay these guys extra for spending their extra time? What if I'm late getting home? What? He says, we've worked hard all night, haven't caught anything, but because you say so. I love that. Not because it makes sense, not because I see how it's all gonna work out, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. And when they had done so, 
they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and to help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. I love that they were astonished. They fell at Jesus' feet. You see, they have seen Jesus teach, but this is the first time they've seen him move. They've felt him move. They've been touched by the divine. God showed up and they were overwhelmed by his goodness. They were astonished. They were awestruck. See, for all of us in our walk with Jesus, there needs to be this transition moment from when we go to just kind of hearing the principles and the teachings to sensing his goodness seeing him be God in our everyday lives. That's what a miracle is. A miracle is simply God being God in our everyday lives. But to get there, we gotta have those miracle moments. And so maybe instead of what if fears, there's another side of what if. What about what if faith? You start thinking, man, what if that is the Holy Spirit stirring me, calling me to step out this new adventure like I said, to go back to school or to start a family or this career thing or with this offering here. God, what if that is you leading me? What if it doesn't make sense, but because you say so? But because you say so, I'm gonna do it. What if God shows up and does the impossible in your life and you're left awestruck? Just enough. God, wow. What if this moment is actually something that propels you to something way more significant for what God wants to do through your life than just the current moment. You see, that's what happened with Peter here. Jesus said, go, throw down your nets. Caught a big catch. One verse, and a few minutes later, he told Peter, throw down your nets again. This time for good. Leave them. From now on, you're gonna be a fisher of men. If Peter wouldn't have thrown his nets down the first time and seen God show up, he wouldn't have had the faith for the second time for the real call God had for his life. This moment, whatever God's stirring in your heart, even this miracle offering moment as a church, is just a, it's a catapult moment that propels you into what God has for you. Because where that what if faith, it paralyzes and holds us back in fear. The what if fear, but the what if faith, it what propels us and drives us forward. You're like me, we all wanna see a miracle. We just don't wanna need one. Right? That's why I love these moments, because it's a miracle-making moment where nobody has to be hurt. But we can just trust God and expect him to show up and to see him do great things in the lives of other people. What pure motivation that we give God because you said so and we give to others that we don't even receive the benefit. That's why God loves to show up in these moments and he shows off and then you see, man, God, you're real, and then it propels you to other things he has for you personally. My wife and I, we've gotten to be part of every single one of these moments for our church throughout the years. And man, we've seen God show up in amazing ways. I mean, it's just been amazing. But you see, we could never fully give back to God for what he has given to us through the Milestone Church family. You see, our, when we started off this journey, we were newlyweds. But then we had a few kids that were all dedicated here. We had a few kids that were all baptized here at Milestone Church. They've grown up in this environment. They've been developed by our team and our leaders. And even this last quarantine period, I asked my daughter, Karis, I said, hey, can you, can you come in and just 
do these videos for kids, just kind of just talk to the camera, teach the Bible, and just, you're gonna do great. And they coached her up. And so during the quarantine, my daughter would come up here every week and shoot these videos so that when your kid's stuck at home, they still stay excited about the Bible. And my youngest, Ava, we come back into on-site gathering, but we're low on volunteers because people are a little bit nervous about gathering. And I get it. And they said, we need some more. I said, hey, so they called Ava up. And so Ava, she is a celebrity in that preschool. <laughs> she goes back there with your kids, man. She's a celebrity back there serving. And my son, Stephen, during this quarantine, he became Milestone's foremost ambassador to the golf courses of the region. <laughs> Every couple of weeks, one of you would call or text me and you'd say, hey, I just played around with your son. He's a great young man, great golfer. And he's a great young man, great golfer, but I never thought that God would use him to, to solve one of the greatest needs of Milestone Church. You see, as we expand the buildings, it's not about the footprint, it's about the culture expanding. We knew we needed a team member to help with this expansion. So for a couple of years now, our staff been praying weekly I've been praying and fasting for two years. I've had this need on the back of my phone. Every day I would see it. And the need was a family ministry pastor. Someone that would come alongside of our superstar children's team and just help serve them, lead them, cast vision. Someone that would partner with parents that are coming in, they're starting families and they're trying to figure out how to bring the Bible into their home. And how do you walk your kids through the steps of praying to receive Jesus? And how do you know when they're ready to get baptized? How do you help them find good friends? And how do you help them deal with technology, all the pressures they're facing younger and then set them up for success as they go into the teen years? We need somebody focused on that. But they're hard to find, especially when you're talking about kids, the stewardship of kids. And so you can't put a job posting out there. You get a bunch of weirdos. That's fact. That is, that's testimonial. <laughs> you can't go take one from another church. That's not fair. Right? And it's just tricky because they got to be called to the milestone family before they're called to the position because when they're called to the family, they want them come just for a job. And they got to have the character and the call of God and all these things got to be in there. And so my son, I pick him up from the golf course and I always ask him this. I say, hey, tell me who you play with today. I want to see if I know him. <laughs> And uh, he's like, well, today I played with um, Odell Beckham. And uh, Odell Beckham, that's Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad. You know Odell Beckham Jr., right? That was pretty good, those of you who know. I mean, I might have caught it. But you don't like it because that was a catch against the Cowboys. I remember that. And so, but it was his dad. And he said, this other guy, his name's Drew. He's like, he's a pastor. But he's a pastor, but he's not a pastor right now because he just, God's got him in this transition season. I'm like, that's interesting. And so he's talking about, but dad, you, you know, you, you like him. He's a cool guy. I'm like, really? And so my son, not easily impressed, I'm like, huh. And so I actually start calling around people that might know him. Hey, you know this guy? Well, the next day, my son and I, we go golf. We go golf at the golf course up in Flower Mound. We get up on that first tee box ready to take off. Starter says, hold on. We got one more coming. I'm like, ah, you know. So we wait. Golf cart, you know, come around the corner up and my son's like, Dad, that's the guy. That guy comes up. Hey, Stephen. That's the guy. It's Drew. I'm like, hey, Drew, you're the guy. <laughs> we start that round, and I start my interview, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, we play nine. I'm asking a lot of questions, things. And by the time we make the turn on that back nine, it's all starting to come together. 
You know, there's a journey ahead. I know that we've got to do background checks and reference checks. He's going to go through a slew of interviews with our team. Right? There's got to be a lot of prayer involved in this. He's got to see if he's called the milestone family. There's a, there's a long journey ahead. But I remember on that back nine, just this moment where just things just slowed down. And I see my son. I see Drew. I see this moment. And I'm just, what if? What if God solves our greatest need right in the middle of this quarantine. What if he's doing it on a golf course of all places? I'm not even working. What if he does it through my son? It's in that moment where I had this flashback to this Peter when he was just awestruck by God's goodness, totally undeserved, totally just, man, apart from him, I'm a sinful man. And so we did go on that journey with Drew and he did pass all those tests. And God did call him the Milestone family. And so, guys, this is Drew Wynn and his family. He's our new family ministries pastor at Milestone Church. <laughs> him and his wife, Aubrey, they're awesome kiddos there. And he'll be hosting services next weekend, so you'll get to even hear from him um, in here. But that moment Peter had, that moment with God on the golf course where it was all coming together, those are priceless. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want for all of you, to have a moment with God like that where it's like, man, God, I'm overwhelmed by your goodness. You see, God's with us as a church family and God's gonna provide and God's gonna help us expand this, but more exciting is what God's gonna show you and do in you as we take these steps together. Because God's not growing a building, he's growing a church. And you are the church, it's not these walls. And God's growing you so that we're prepared to continue to reach people in the future he's calling us to. So it's so important that we take these steps together. Yeah. Pastor Jeff couldn't be here today, but he did want to be part of the weekend. And so he recorded this, uh, this message here for us, short two-minute message and a prayer he's going to lead us in as a church family as we prepare to give our offerings together. I'm gonna ask that nobody leaves though. We're not done with the service yet. It's a holy moment. And so if you could just stay in your seat and I'll be back in just a minute. Hey, Milestone family, it's our miracle offering weekend. And I wanna take a moment just to lead us through this very special and powerful moment. You know, when you read in the Bible, it's a spiritual thing when people hear from God and they bring their offering before the Lord. And so I wanna pray over it. And my prayer for you all week has been that you have heard from the Lord and that you're bringing before him your offering toward our $3 million need. And I want us to join together and just trust God that we will get beyond halfway by the end of the year to that $3 million need. And this weekend, we take a huge step towards it. And I wanna take a moment to pray over your offering. If you're in the service, then I'm gonna ask you if you would, if you have that offering, just to hold it. And, and let's think about God uh, receiving that and pray over it. Maybe you've already done it online or you're going to do it online. All of you joining us online, I'm thinking about you and praying with you as well. But let's just pray over this miracle offering moment. Lord, we thank you for your goodness in our lives. As we come together as a church family to give this miracle offering, we're reminded that every good and perfect gift comes from you. 
We don't generate it. You generously pour it out in our lives. I'm asking you, Lord, as your people, they've heard from you and they bring this offering before you in a desire to follow you, to obey you, to reciprocate your generosity. I pray, Lord, for blessings upon homes. We don't give to get, Lord, but we do see that you bring provision into our lives. I pray for businesses and single adults and families praying for a provision for children and education and different things in their lives. Lord, we just thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides for us. And I pray for your provision upon every single person. And second of all, Lord, we ask that you would use every single dollar to bring the advancement of your kingdom, that lives would be changed, that souls would be saved, that lives would be, people would be reached and people would be built through this miracle offering. And now we ask you to multiply it in Jesus' name as we give it to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You have your miracle offering envelopes there. And then if you're online, you can give through the Milestone website if you'd like to. And what Pastor Jeff said, we just give out a response to the goodness of God. And I'm praying uh, in this next moment here, Pastor Blake's gonna come and he's gonna sing a couple uh, verses of this song. We're just gonna stay seated in this holy moment and it's a moment for God to speak to you. Maybe about this offering, but maybe about other things that he's calling you to and that whisper, that still small voice and just, God, what, what are you calling me to step out in faith and trust you for? And then Pastor Blake is gonna call us all to stand. And at that point, the ushers will come down and on the front five rows, they're gonna pass the offering containers but on the other rows, they're gonna, ushers will walk that down so you don't have to touch it and you can drop your offering right in the bucket. It's been a privilege to share with you this Miracle Offering Weekend. Let's enjoy this moment together. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If there's anything we can do to help you in your walk with Jesus, please don't hesitate to reach out through our website at milestonechurch.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, leave a review on the podcast app or your favorite podcast platform. We hope you have a great week.